Hey, this is Taz. You are listening to the Rundown Wrestling Network. I think I'm on this episode. Hi, this is John Cena Sr., and you're listening to Twat Magic on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Bitch, pound it and drown the kids. Last. With the wrist lit, listen to the sound of piss. The piss listener. Oh. I'm quick to stick fists in us. I build bricks and sticks to kill Nicola. Still ripping your knickers, the real blister. We're giving your meal tickets to visit the still dicking ya. And I'm a dickhead certified. Dirty dice turning life into pimp sex world at night. Your pussy looking like a bacon and cheese wrap. I'm making a bean clap, naked to please that. Terminator, penetrator, till your knees snap. Feed that a meat stack of beef, kill the bean back. Is that too much? Return of the twat, 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 return of the twat. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new edition of Twat Magic. Twat Magic. Uh, it's weak, weak sauce. That's how you're going to do this one? I was hoping our special guest would chime in and help me out. Twat Magic. There, there we go. go. that's right ladies and gentlemen it's a threesome back again for episode three of nikki bella says i do Mm -hmm. it's me troy that over there is lisa welcome lisa hello 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 and joining us for the second week in a row sal is here i would like to start off this episode by saying by the end of it i kept Pausing it to see how many minutes were left. And I'm like, come on, be over. Just fucking be over. I made the mistake of watching the um, the one on the on-demand rather than the DVR. That's what so I, I did. couldn't fast-forward it through the commercials. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. I was I like, did. why did I do that? Wait, did you, did you get like 65 uh, The More You Know commercials? Because that's what happens on my on-demand. No, but it was only it was like only one commercial in between. So it wasn't too, too bad. Yeah. Yeah, I watch it on the E app, and I got a bunch of Jersey Mike's commercials with Danny DeVito, which were funny the first time I saw them. (laughs) (laughs) By the fifth time of watching the exact same commercial, I was like, can we get on with this, please? Or can we maybe switch things up a little bit? Well, I left the one on on the DVR for Jason to watch. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) When he gets that craving. Oh, I'm sure he's watching it right now. Probably. He probably is. In between the Celtics game commercials. Yeah, it's important for Jason to watch the episodes before he listens to this episode. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, he, he would get things spoiled for him. To make sure we're accurate. Yes, exactly. With our information. Yeah, so he can point out when we miss something. Just like on the, right. yeah. just like on the rundown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he is consistent, after all. So we have, after tonight, one final episode of Nikki Bella says I do before we dump dirt back on this podcast <laughs> at this time we hope it stays dead <laughs> you think so they're probably announcing a new show at the end of episode four. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it'll be Brie Bella gets her tubes tight or something like that so <laughs> no Nikki's gonna be like surprise we're pregnant yeah and I then there's gonna be that they sure been laying that groundwork in these uh these episodes so who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe she is, and they're gonna like reveal that at the end of it, and then she's gonna be able to announce it on like fucking 
uh, Instagram and all that shit. Like, oh, we kept it a secret from everybody. No, here's the swerve. Droopy dog is pregnant. Oh. <laughs> With Johnny Ace's kid. Well, it's it's a good thing that he didn't do anything stupid like cheat on his wife or anything of like that. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would uh, be <clears throat> yeah, for sure. All right, my friends. So it's set time the scene, for... Troy. Set the scene. Where are we? So it is episode three of Nikki Bella Says I Do. This one, entitled, I Do Before I Do. Clever. <laughs> Here we go! There it is. And we start the episode off with Matato crying, which will be a running theme throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Artem and Nikki got into a fight, uh, which is perfect timing because Artem is hopping on a plane and not seeing her for three days. Well, I'm a little upset that we missed the fight. They didn't show it to us. Yeah, we got the um, the epilogue. They were just like, well, me and Artem got into a fight, and I I finally agreed, you know, it was best for him to just go with Mateo. I'm like, that's a shame. Yeah. The camera's run. There probably was so much... Like horrid screaming and that they were just like we can't cut this footage up. It's just too much. I assume that's why Mateo starts the episode by crying. Probably. <laughs> he probably sat there and listened to the two of them bicker. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the fight is about Nikki not wanting Artem to take Mateo to Turkey. And as you said, we get the tail end of it. We get Artem walking out the door as they're about to get into uh, two vehicles to get to the airport, and he just straight fucking leaves. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we even continue, she starts off about how concerned she is about her son going to another country, and that's the hook that we left with last week. Mm-hmm. And then I find out, within the first 30 seconds, that the nanny is going. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh! Rich so, people problems. So, so every, right? Every, totally so relatable. Yeah. Everything we mentioned in this episode about how she is reacting to her son being gone for three days with with her future husband, his father. Remember the caveat that they are not alone. There is a professional nanny with them. Yep. <laughs> so, Nikki... Even if there uh, wasn't a nanny, she shouldn't be concerned because he's with his father. Of course, but the fact that there is also a nanny is like, what the fuck are you worried about? <laughs> and his grandparents. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Nikki hugs Matata, and then consplains how to be a parent to Artem. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tells him, take care of my baby. Oh, he was mm-hmm. going to slap her for that one. He was. He stopped, looked her dead in the eyes, was like, your baby? And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good way to start a fight. Yep. Yeah. And that's if a very telling. A if the hotel has a pool, mm. make sure you keep an eye on them. No, nah, I'm just yep. gonna let them jump. Yeah. Yeah. There's a a ton of that throughout this episode of Nikki just being like, and remember that he needs to be able to breathe, um, and also make sure make that, sure he uh, eats three you, times a day. Yeah, he's got to eat three times a day. He's got to drink a lot of water. Um, he will need to sleep at some point in time. Now, in order to get him to sleep, you have to put him into a bed, and you have to put a blanket over him, <laughs> and then you have to turn the lights. Like, it was... It You're was not like that. exaggerating. Yeah. No. 
It Not was even a little so bit. much of that where it's like there's a difference between being concerned that you're going to a country that you've never been to before and being a complete fucking terror to your your future husband and just like i completely understand why artem is pissed off because it's like it's like she doesn't think he knows anything mm-hmm. yeah you would expect so her they, to talk to like the nanny like that like you know what right. i mean like someone who maybe doesn't know your child only comes around for special trips or something nope mm-hmm. she's sitting there telling artem like he needs to drink water and yeah. and make sure he takes his naps. And he's just like, I'm leaving. Where where's the car? Yeah. Fuck is this this yeah. this fucking pickup? This Uber <laughs> they have in, now, they have in France. <laughs> yeah. Be, before we move on, also remember, we just watched Nikki not see her son for three days. Yes. That's true. Then she saw him for a day. And now she's acting like this is the first time they've been apart. Bitch, you literally went to a bachelorette party. <laughs> didn't yeah. see him for a couple of days. Oh, more on that in just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, we'll get there, yeah. So Nikki and Artem do finally hug and kiss goodbye as he heads off to the airport. And then we have to watch in slow motion as Nikki walks to another car while sad music plays as if we're supposed to feel bad for her. And we keep cutting back to the uh, Artem and, and Mateo leaving in their van. Yeah. And back to Nikki, and then back to... And I'm like, where they had a red light, why is in the van just driving one? <laughs> right. It was, it was like... I, already. That, that was like, I, under, I understand what you're trying to do there, director, but we're, I'm not going to feel sorry for her with I'm the way she's been acting. It. And also, it uh, there was another thread from last week that Nikki wanted Bree to leave... America early to come with her to France to help her plan her wedding, and originally yep. Brie was like, "No, bitch, that ain't yeah. fucking happening." And that went completely out the window because mm-hmm. Brie calls her and says, "Yeah, I'm gonna come." Yeah. So she Just what she usually fine. does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, so, not only does she not have a spine, but it was just like, is that really why Nikki didn't make a bigger deal? of Artem going with Mateo just because her sister agreed to go to... Because Nikki wouldn't oh, have went sure. by herself. Right. So Nikki cries about missing the child she barely sees, and three miles out of the airport, she finally puts on her seatbelt, and she proceeds to tell Bree she could tell that Artem's mother was excited to see her grandchild, which I assume she figured she would probably never get one because it's Artem. But secondly, <laughs> like, yeah... If you can hear how excited somebody is, that should tell you, get out of the fucking way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Bray arrives at the hotel, and Nikki gives her a plate of urinal cakes. And she says, <laughs> I didn't know what they were, but they looked like it. <laughs> they macaroons. Sure. Urinal cakes. Nikki says she's so stressed, and asks if Bree has ever seen her skin this greasy, and Bree's like, yeah. Uh-huh. I have. <laughs> It was called high school. <laughs> it seem it it seems like I don't know if it's uh, just a different director for this or whatever that, but it seems like there's a lot more cattiness between the two of them than there ever was before. Well, I think Bree's just sick of her shit. Mm. It seems that way. Like she's she's like I've had it with you. Yeah. So they proceed to, of course, uh, air out mm. more dirty laundry, and Nikki says that during the conversation with Artem. She jokingly said, I know we don't like each other, but I should probably learn our first dance. 
and she's upset because Artem didn't correct her. If that is not the biggest fucking high school bullshit you've ever heard, I don't know what else is. But, I mean, like, it's true. He doesn't like her. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's true or not. Her saying it, where it's like, I know you're not joking. You're literally either fishing for him to be like, no, I love you. Right. Or you're fishing for drama by him not saying anything. So he didn't take the bait. He's just like, I'm Dan if I oh, do, she, Dan if I don't, whatever. That, she's pissed they didn't take the bait. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait, so, did you... Um, is this the conversation where they started talking about the bachelorette party? I'm getting there, yep. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, they, they talk about the bachelorette party because Nikki's whole thing is she didn't learn the first dance that they're going to do at their wedding. But, of course, she learned how to do, like, a couple of dance moves on a pole. So she's upset about it. And apparently Brie got, like, three dances and, like, 34 milliliters of jizz pumped into her rectum. And Nikki's upset that she learned to pole dance and Artem doesn't like her. <laughs> so, she's upset that Brie got, like, three lap dances. Mm-hmm. And then she's upset that she didn't get any. And then she's also upset that despite the birdcage, she didn't get sex that night. Yes. And it's funny, because they showed a clip of Brie getting three separate uh lap dances and i was like mm-hmm. all this time i thought it was nikki that was the whore it was Bree all along <laughs> <clears throat> now i can tell you that if i watched my wife get lap dances on a fucking show i'd probably be a little annoyed <laughs> just saying brian knew, if brian, brian knew what he married I mean, come on. Brian's got CT. He probably doesn't even know what he's talking about half the time. So, are you again? <laughs> yeah. Which one are you? You got to wear like name tags or something. Um. So yeah. So they didn't fuck that night. She's upset. So then we get well, another the, little. The whole yes. thing is, is that she was just like upset because all the attention wasn't on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Artem was getting attention. Bree was getting attention, and it wasn't like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what it all comes down to, you know. Yeah. And she's like, and, and meanwhile, Bree's like, uh, "Wait, you didn't get sex that night, and you danced in a cage for him? That that's a red flag." Like, are you sure? Didn't was it not me, or didn't they go have sex in the bathroom? Like, I thought did, they did. Didn't but the three of us not. see that happen? Maybe she just blew they, them. <laughs> Maybe they, they they like walked off. Yeah, they definitely went somewhere else. So Maybe I guess we're so. all just dirty, and we thought that. Well, I mean, he, that was right after the lap dance scene. I mean, the um, birdcage right. scene. So, like, yeah, right. that's what we assumed. Because they're engaged, they're about to be married, and she just did something super sexy for him, so... He had a boner, and that's where... Yeah, so, looked, so she sucked him up. to believe. He didn't reciprocate. Well, I don't blame no, him. No, either, either, <laughs> either that or he could still hear fucking Breeze screaming, and he, he lost it. Yeah. Maybe. May, oh, maybe... That could have been it. Oh, that might have been the reason why they didn't do anything that night. Oh, yeah. You know. Perhaps. That was, I bet you that was it. Yeah. Nikki has brought three wedding dresses with her because mm-hmm. she is unsure on which to wear. Which one do you think she brought with her? Well, uh, apparently it's fuck the new one that they bought, which she completely thought was uh, was the, the, one. the one that she was going to wear. 
apparently there's another random one we haven't seen. And there's another one that I feel like we've talked about before. Mm, Sal, which one do you think it is? Uh, it's the one from her ex. God, I forget his name. What was which his name? What's his name? And his name is John C. <laughs> Oh, oh, can't say that on that show. <laughs> Season desist. Season desist. Um, by the way, I don't know if this was real or if this was just for TV, but one of the producers was like, how many suitcases did you bring? And she's like, 12! Uh, I don't... <laughs> so then she tells Brie that Nikki has done more planning the wedding than Brie has. Well, it's your wedding, jackass. First of all... And you did no planning. Yeah, first of all, no shit, you're supposed to do more planning than your sister is. Two, no, you haven't, she's done more. Wait, wait, wait. Um, It's like five days prior to the wedding, and you don't have a venue yet, stupid. Yeah. I I was going to say, Troy, let's... uh, Troy, Lisa, let's go through what she has planned. Uh, Venue? Uh, No. No. Um, Let's see here. Uh... You know, DJ? No. No, no, no. Flower? No. No, didn't get that either. (laughs) (laughs) She hasn't even planned the wedding dress because she's got three of them. Oh, yeah, wedding dress. Nope. No, no, no. She texted the invite. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. What about uh, hotel accommodations? (laughs) No. (laughs) Hasn't done that either. So what what exactly has Nikki planned? Flowers. <laughs> officiant? No. Oh, that's right. She doesn't have anybody to officiate it yet. No, no, no. Mm. I can't keep up. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no, Bree has planned two parties. Yep. yep. And the only thing that Nikki has planned is we're doing it in Paris. Fuck it. Or in yeah. the date. Yeah, or the date, yes. It's Friday. Yep. It, yeah. She's having her wedding on a Friday. <clears throat> And at this yeah. point, it was two weeks when they left Napa, but now it's like down to like eight days. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we head over to Turkey. And Mateo is still crying because he's a little bitch. <laughs> and Art- <laughs> Well, okay, hold on a minute. Because they have, they, they show them arriving in Turkey at night, and, and Artem says that they've been traveling all day. And I'm like... For 24 hours. Yeah, and I'm like... Okay, be smart about this. Don't make the first moment that your parents meet your son the moment where he's, like, at his most grumpiest in his entire life. Yeah, and he did. And he did. <laughs> They're, like, yeah. literally Where's waiting Grimmy in the grumpy? lobby. And he's all mad. I'm like, don't right? No. Literally, I'll yeah. see you tomorrow morning. Like, let's yeah. just check in and we'll meet for breakfast. Yeah. But no. no. So, yeah, so it, it does, in fact, take... 14 hours to fly from California to Turkey. Um, Apparently he just didn't sleep on the plane. Like drug that kid, dude. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not advocating for you to drug your kids, but drug your kids. Uh, (laughs) So Artem says he hasn't seen his parents in three years. And uh, yet more evidence that Nikki is a cunt for even trying to talk him out of meeting up with his grandparents. Yeah. Cause it's been three years. Uh, Matino cries as Artem greets his parents. And it's a very touching moment between Artem and his mother. And then Artem's father, uh, Vladimir. <laughs> is his name actually two- Vladimir? Uh, it's Vladimir or Vladislav, but it's Vlad something. 
Vladimir. I think, yeah, I think it's Vladimir, and his mother's name is Anna. How stereotypical. The brother's name is something <laughs> something kind of stereotypical, too. I just don't remember what it is. Zangief. Um, <laughs> yes, his brother's Zangief. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they have, like, a little nice little moment. And uh, I'm trying to figure out what his name is. His brother's name is um, Anton. His brother looks significantly old. I mean, I yes, he is. He is older. Yep. Okay. It looked like he was in his fifties. I'm like, Arden looks like 38. Like, yeah. see, I think Arden looks older than that. Really? Arden? Yeah. Arden's maybe because 40s. he's like super so. skinny. So. <laughs> I thought like mid thirties, but yeah, that makes sense. That's fine. Yeah, he's uh, Artem Chuck Dixon is forty. Obviously, being in phenomenal shape is going to make you look younger. So, yeah. So it's six days until the wedding. Six days. Six whole days. They have yet to find a venue. Mm -hmm. People are packing their bags. Because they have a flight to Paris in three to four days. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And they don't have a venue. Still Yep. Uh, Nikki pulls her tits off for this occasion. And <laughs> Nikki and Brie walk the streets of Paris. They're street walkers. Mm. And <laughs> That's exactly kind of what I tagged them as. But I put high-class hookers. Because they said they wanted to walk around looking like they belonged in Paris. Yeah. Do you think they fit in with the common folk in Paris as they're oh, walking no. around? No. There's <laughs> literally people in Paris walking past them wearing like fucking Tweety Bird shirts. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, you think it's your, you stand out like a fucking tourist because that's what you are. Not to mention yeah. the fact, how are you going to try to look natural when there are cameras following you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just natural. The meanwhile, they're like, ugh. Fucking rich Americans that come here. I hate this. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right. With like their Chanel suits and thigh high boots and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Brie looking like she was going to a fucking um, what do they call those parties with when the they have uh, a Brie Gatsby party? Yeah. Because <laughs> she looked like she was uh, like from the twenties with her hair like that. Yeah. So Nikki wants to FaceTime Artem and Matato. Of course, because she can't let them have a goddamn fucking no. moment alone. Of course that. So Matato, Vlad, Anna, Artem, and Anton are all eating lunch. And what will be a recurring theme here, Matato is playing on a tablet. Hmm. This is the first time he has met his grandparents. And there was one scene where he wasn't playing on a tablet. All the rest of them, he's on a tablet the entire time. Oh, oh, sorry. When I listed off all those people, I forgot the nanny as well. Of course, yeah, she's also there. <laughs> yeah. So Brie has to tell Nikki that Artem knows how to be a father because she literally goes to take care of him, and Nikki Brie is like, he fucking knows. Show she says, "Okay, so you're Facetiming your fiance and your son." Yeah. And within again, this is probably edited, but still, within that conversation, she goes. Listen, if you go swimming, make sure he, he's got, like, a life jacket and he's got yeah. his swimmer underwear on. And Bree's Don't like... Don't forget the sunscreen. Nikki, he knows how to be a father. Okay, I packed his sunscreen. It's in the brown <clears throat> bag. There are two people sitting at that table. Mm-hmm. 
who raised two children, mm-hmm. Artem and Anton. Mm-hmm. There is one man who you're going to be marrying in six days who's currently raising a child. You have a nanny there who has watched a lot of kids. And I don't know about Anton's status, but I'm sure he has dealt with kids in some way. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Dude, even Bree was like, shut the fuck up. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, mind you, I'm in a fight with my fiance. He, we left on bad terms, and my first FaceTime call with him, I'm gonna stop bitching at him. Right, exactly. Bitch, do you want him to come back with your kid from Turkey? Shut up. <laughs> right, because he he could easily just be like, we're gonna head into Russia and fuck you, because good Cause luck you getting can't us out. Get in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So Nikki and Bree, again, are planning a wedding. That if one of them got their period that day, they would still be bleeding when the wedding curtain came about. We are that close. Yep. And they have nothing planned. Mm-hmm. So the twats go shopping. What do they go shopping for? Not a reception site? No. Not they... flowers? Not an officiant? No, not at not all. Not a ring? Nope. Were they going ring shopping? Isn't that what they said at one point? Didn't they go shopping for a suit from Matator? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. They wanted to find a suit for the Tater. Yes. Because that should be high on the list of shit you should be planning. You don't have a venue. You don't have an yes. officiate. Nope. Let's get Matator's so, suit. <laughs> Nikki complains that Artem would give her his opinions on things, but he doesn't take any initiative in planning the wedding. Which... Neither does Nikki. So. Right. And I can even uh, see like him giving his input and her just being like, that's so stupid. Yeah, I, I guess her whole, whole, whole thing is like she wants him to start a conversation with her and be like, yo, so I was looking at these magazines and I thought it'd be really cool if we like did a dicks out picture or something like that. And I guess he doesn't do that stuff. But it's like she continues to kind of push him away and be like, I'd rather plan it with Bree. So why would he? Yeah. Exactly. Bree makes a call to Artem and she says she wants to check in on him. So Artem brings up the argument and tells her that every time Nikki would bring up a concern about him seeing his family, he felt like she she was trying to say she didn't want him to go, which she probably was. Mm-hmm. So Bree tries to claim this is normal behavior. This is not normal behavior. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. folks. It's not. But Bree gets to pretend that she's a marriage counselor. She says the exact same thing, I think, three different times this episode. We, you know, when me and Brian got married, we talked about we were marrying each other's faults. <laughs> it's like you clearly read that somewhere. And are just now, like, throwing it out there as, like, wise sage wisdom. <laughs> oh, Bree the sage. Yes. Bree tells him to talk to Nikki about his issues. Wow, just solid, solid advice there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no shit, he should fucking talk to her. And he's like, I like that Bree checked in on me. I yes. might let her blow me later. <laughs> Maybe. You get her drunk enough, Bree mode kicks in. She thinks I'm Brian. Brian thinks that he's me, though, too, so it doesn't make a difference. 
Sometimes he just starts dancing. He's like, wait, no, that's you. I'm, I'm the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Nikki returns and catches Bree talking to Artem, but Bree claims that it was Brian. <laughs> just, just says flat out that it's him. Because one, she clearly heard him. He has an accent. <laughs> really? I could have sworn I heard I heard Artem. Nope, nope, it was Brian. Um, uh, it was Brian. Was trying he out was a new doing accent. An Artem impression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Artem tells his brother he understands that Nikki is worried, but she doesn't care to understand the situation. Which we rely on the subtitles here. He could easily be saying like this to be. Uh, I'll I'll have a third wife by the next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Nikki gets a call about the Four Seasons, and she's told she's a fucking idiot and all the rooms are booked. Her plan... Six days... Wait, is that the the Four Seasons or the Ritz? Because I know the the first one's the Fourth. Okay, the first first one's the Four Seasons. Okay. The first was the Four Seasons, then it's the Ritz that calls her. There's like a montage of places calling her. And it's like, again, you're calling the biggest places, the creme de la creme of places, and yeah. being like, yo, uh, well, help. <laughs> the, the Ritz facing the Eiffel Tower five days before her wedding. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's, that, that would be open. But, sure. but oh, to sure. be fair, the people who work at the Ritz in Paris probably deal with a lot of rich American assholes that think they can book something in like two days. Because rich American assholes are entitled. <laughs> well, sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. So the twats head over to a park, uh, but Nikki isn't feeling it. I was kidding last week when I'm like, they're going to get married in the middle of like a, a fucking dog park or something. <laughs> right. I didn't think they were actually gonna, like, seriously, like, no, we should do it in this park. I mean, it's here. <laughs> right. And then Bree's like, started running around, right? And then Bree's like, um, I don't think you can just get married in the park. I think you need like a permit. And Nikki's like, Why? The fuck? Right. Fucking rules, and laws. <laughs> so they go to another place, but of course it's booked. Like no shit, sakes, McTitties. Like every place is booked. <laughs> so then they meet with an officiant. Four days before the wedding. <laughs> uh, then go ring shopping. Mind you, they've been in Paris for two days and are just now getting around to going ring shopping and talking to an officiant. So Nikki gets some cake samples so that they can stuff their cock holsters with it. And they go to another park and Brie reminds her that you might need to get a permit to get married in the park. So they mow down on some cake, and Nikki says she wants to book a band for the venue as well. Good luck. You don't <laughs> even have a venue. Unless you're going to, like, a fucking high school battle of the bands and just finding one of them, like, you're right. not going to book a fucking legit band. Wait, wait, wait. Do they have VFWs in France? <laughs> she can She can book a local VFW. Yeah. Maybe. Nikki Bella so, says I do Friday night, six thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Doors are at seven. <laughs> yeah. 
So a mouse smells something rotten and tries to go up Bree's dress to get some lunch. So the two of them reject the park and walk out. She's like, no, but they're cute mice because we're in Paris. Yes. Maybe they'll do that ratatouille thing. (laughs) (laughs) So Potato gets a Russian cross gifted to him and he could not care less. (laughs) He's just like on his tablet. He was on his tablet and he was like trying to eat the fucking cardboard that he came up. <laughs> oh, smart kid. Yeah. Takes after his, his uncle, that one. Yeah. <laughs> so Artem gives his parents a tablet because apparently that's all they know how to give. Uh, but they're going to be able to watch the wedding live if they have one, of course. I'm sure right. they'll be complaining in Russian the whole time. Like, look at this yes. dumb bitch. Look at how stupid his right. wife looks. <laughs> So Anna congratulates him and a slut on their wedding, and Vlad the Dick Paler tells Artem to huck another baby into that American swine. And of course, we get one final shot of the nanny, and it's like, oh, that's right, she's still there. <laughs> she's literally like holding Artem, being like, okay, this is the tablet. Yeah, this yeah. is your favorite game. <laughs> yeah. So the tots are now four days out from their wedding date. No venue, no invites. Fucking nothing decided. So they spend the day signing autographs for fans. <laughs> well, kind of. Like, three people came up to them and they're like, oh, we're fans. Now, had her ex-boyfriend been there, there would have been a lot more than three people that come up to her. But, well, you know. yeah. But also, this was most likely the producers finding three people on the street and be like, can you go up and Pretend ask for the autograph yeah. of the Bella Twins? <laughs> no, no, they went like, up, they were like, don't you know that that's uh, Courtney and Khloe Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, wow, it does. It looks like them. Let's go get autographs. So they see a Who's wedding Nikki couple. Bella? and Bree's... <laughs> So Bree says that those two probably planned their wedding a year ago. <laughs> yep. And then Bree admits that she called Artem. Nikki bitches, bitches about Bree calling Artem because, of course, she does. And Bree says that Artem is scared because Nikki is an uber twat. Nikki claims, yes? <laughs> she says, um, you know, Artem said he was scared to talk to you because you you really, like, don't listen to him. And, he, and Nikki goes, oh, Super defensive. Super defensive. That's not Whatever. Good. Yeah, whatever. I'm not like that. Well, he's... Start to blame him for stuff. Well, he's got a small dick. <laughs> So, yeah, um, Nikki claims that Artem has said things to her that were over the line. Don't get married, then. Yeah. Nikki's like, I'm not going to not voice my opinion. It doesn't matter what other people think. Like, no, I'm going to continue being a bitch, okay? Artem said to me he wants me to stop being a bitch, and that's just not me. I'm a bitch all day, every day. See, sometimes normal people, what they will do is they will realize that whatever they're about to say is going to cause a lot of pain and heartache, so they'll just push that shit down. They'll try to take somebody else's feelings into account and be like, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to bring up the fact that I faked my last 14 orgasms with you. You know? Spare someone's feelings every once in a while. And of course, Nikki says that she will talk to Artem when he gets there, and Rhee brings up being with the same penis the rest of her life again, which... To me, anytime somebody says that, 
it's like, oh, that's that's all marriage is to you, huh? Just just sex, huh? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a lot more than just the fucking two seconds that Daniel Bryan's inside of her. Like, come on. Again, I was surprised with how much of a whore Bree is turning <laughs> out to be, as opposed to Nikki. Oh. Bree's the one that's like, ugh. One penis for the rest of my life. Meanwhile, I wanted to sleep with those three guys who gave me lap dances. <laughs> or did. Hey, man. You know? <laughs> it, yeah, you know, anal is God's blind spot, so. So Artem says a tearful goodbye to his family. And it is three days until the wedding, so I guess they didn't do shit yesterday. <laughs> and a ring shop told them about a place next door that they could rent for the wedding. So they go next door. <laughs> They walk in there, and they're like, hello? Hello? Like, nobody's around. And then a woman descends from a fucking staircase to greet them. It's like, did you plan that, or were you really, like, upstairs sleeping or something like that? Yeah, she I was have trying a... to make a grand entrance. Yeah. They made it sound like this was, like, kind of maybe a hotel in that plaza, but it also didn't seem like a hotel. It seemed more like some historical building. That's why there was, like, one person working there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the woman says it'd be very difficult to do a wedding in three days' time. But she proceeds to take the twats around the place anyways. And the woman gives them some hope that they might be able to hook uh, to book this place. And she's like, I need to go uh, check out my calendar and see... <laughs> Yeah. And then, were you guys course, like the, I was? Like, fingers crossed, don't have the date open. Right. Well, well I uh, mean, it's a library, so it just what didn't happen to be the day that the adults read to the kids. So right. it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> we normally have uh, uh, Suds the pirate here to to sit <laughs> to do a book reading for everything, but we could probably shuffle them around a little bit. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> So the woman does arrive back and says that they can book the venue for Friday, and the twats celebrate getting lucky and finding a venue. Bummer. And that is it for episode three. We have one episode to go. They start dancing, Bree and Nikki, like, together. And I'm like, yes. just make that the show, that Nikki wants to marry Bree and Bree wants to marry Nikki. We all know they do. I know, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's it. We got one more episode to go. Thank Can't God. wait. <laughs> yeah. So, Sal, what are your last thoughts on this episode? She is such a fucking cunt. <laughs> Sorry to be so blunt, but like, I can't imagine being friends with this person. Like, if I was right. one of her friends, I'd be like, um, I'm totally getting surgery that whole week. <laughs> right. Can't make it. So I can't leave the country, actually. Sorry about that. Like, there's no fucking way I would go to this wedding. That's not even right. been planned. Yes. Lisa? You know my thoughts on her altogether, so. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That is true. I can't stand her. I don't know. I question Artem's everything with her, his sanity, everything. Well, she said something at one point during the episode like, oh, I feel like he loves me when we kiss. And I'm like, that's because he's closing his eyes and he's picturing. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know what's happening there. Like, I still don't think 
don't know. Yeah. The whole you. thing is still weird. For sure. All right. I think that's going to do it for us for this week. So, Lisa, send us on home. Uh, join us next week to find out what's up with these guns. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Peace out, bitches. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>